Welcome to Hands at the Table. I'm your co-host, Jeff Bramhall. Alongside fellow massage therapist, Bori Saranyi, this podcast shows massage therapists how powerful our profession can be. We believe that as a craft and as a profession, massage therapy is only limited by a therapist's imagination and willingness to put in the work. By sharing what we're learning, what we're working on, and what's captured our interest, we hope to broaden your perspective, inspire you to set your standard high, and invest in your craft. Thank you for joining us. And welcome back to Hands at the Table with Bori and Jeff. Once again, the two of us together talking again for the <laughs> for for the first time in a while. Um, uh, so today we're we're actually going to touch back on a couple of other episodes that we've recorded recently. Um, one about uh, we're going to talk about uh, touch back on uh, you know Bori's tips about selling a practice, and then uh, we're also going to talk about um, some of the stuff that I've the some of the stuff that I've experienced at the end of. Uh, my first year of uh, my first year being in business, but um, so I think we're gonna lead, but we're gonna lead off here with um, with Bori talking about uh, you know you you gave a lot of details and kind of a lot of strategies about how what it's like to what it's like to sell a business what, the considerations that you put into that and knowing that you're going to be moving and you're going to be and you're going to be stepping away from the practice that you've built in Galveston again i'm interested to hear from you hear you know how are you approaching this transition differently from your pre from the previous transitions you've done um very differently yeah i think i learned a lot from the first one so and i learned like what went well and what didn't and I really focused on like really honed in on like what I do think that worked well and then what was helpful and what's helpful for people. So I focus more on the client retention side versus um, writing a contract or having paperwork done or something, which was, which was, I think it's easier. Um, and then really just keeping in mind, like what is the main goal? The main goal is for my clients that they, give that they get the continuous high quality care that I did with them for years and literally just kept that in mind and then whatever it took to make that happen that was the that was the ideal situation also got really lucky because um the girl who's going to take over my practice like I know her for like five six years now we did Ironman races together so we worked on sports events together she did the same sports class that I did the long version of it. So I really trust her knowledge. I was actually teaching some parts of that sports class, which she was in and I remembered her. So it was really good to see that she would be interested. And she worked for me in Houston a little bit before. So I technically worked with her before I knew she was reliable. And that, that was like really important for me because I'm that type of a therapist who was like, does this as a profession and not just a hobby. So I need somebody to be like trustworthy and reliable and showing up on time and bringing her a game and, you know, and little things like that. Like I work in scrub. So I want somebody to show up as a professional and not just like walking in from the street or something. Um, so those little things. And then this time, I think I did a better job of a much better job of introducing her to the clients. Uh, so, for example, several days before the takeover, we 
we had her come in and then she was just sitting at the office while I saw clients. So clients were still with me, but she was like there when they walked in and she was there when they walked out. So they saw her face um, making this transition easier. I sent out a bunch of emails before reminding the clients that this will happen. I always included something about her, like a little information, a background info, um, attaching a picture of her so they know what face to look for kind of when they walk in. That was very helpful. And um, definitely those things helped a lot for mm. the clients to have this like trust and uh, build not from zero. Um, the other important things that we did is that we went over the client files and then kind of like I filled her in about every single client. It's like, hey, this is what we did with this person. These are the things that worked that they liked. These were the things that didn't work or they didn't like it. How often did we do therapy? What is the main goal? Uh, what is the homework that they're doing currently? And what do I think that was really beneficial for her, for them? And then what could she do to add to that? Uh, fortunately, she's a little bit different practitioner. She works, she has a dance background. So she knows a lot more about stretching and flexibility than I do. Uh, which is really good because I have a bunch of athletes and a bunch of people who just need a little bit more stretching. And I was just, that's not my cup of tea. I just don't know enough about it or to mm -hmm. like do it consistently. Um, so I think like those are the little things that were worked much, much, much better this time around. Much better. That's great. And, and one of the things I, I something that I really keyed on there was um, you come back to like, what's the goal of this? Right. And like knowing that, like knowing that what you really focused on was like the ease of retention for like the ease of the transition for clients to facil facilitating retention. Um, what, 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 what did you do last time that worked that you, that you kind of like doubled down on? Um, the communication for sure. So last time, the first time when I did this, I think like the first time when I did it, it was my focus was more on the financial aspects of it. So I think like, it's not that I lost track of the clients because I tried to find like a good replacement, but I was more uh, focus on like, who's the one who's actually going to pay me for this. Mm. So it's a little bit different situation too, because this time, like she's not buying me out. She's still going to keep, like I'm keeping the business side of it and she's going to do the hands on part of it, but I'm doing all the backside, um, backside part of the business. Mm -hmm. uh, but definitely the communication last time, only thing we did is like, we, I sent out an email, a letter and a text to every client uh, just you know, telling them the new contact info and like just a little bit introducing the two therapists. Mm -hmm. But this time, I think the fact that she put her energy to come down, meet the clients, come visit with them, um, really show up like that made a difference. And that was that was on her. Like I learned to ask for it, I think. So mm -hmm. I learned to like actually stand up for that and say, it's like, no, no, no. Like this is this is a this is a must. Like you need to come see the clients, the other office mates, the office. So you put your energy into it kind of, and they feel you and you are comfortable when you're walking in. 
Um, so I learned to ask for it, but also she was a good, she was a good partner to actually make that happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was like, no problem. I come down. That definitely helped the, the continuous talk about it also helped that I, I mentioned it in every single session that she's going to be here and then how good she is and like, what do I like about her? And, um, this is going to be easy and um, sending out those emails and really just reminding everybody that this is happening, that I was much mm. better at that this time, for sure. Do you have a, do you have a sense of like how much, do you, do you have like a goal of retention for, for the transition? Like, well, I think it? like the only people that she uh, could lose is the people that are not, um, that are people that are attached to me personally as on only a personal level more than they're there for the therapy mm -hmm. which is kind of like not a problem because she's gonna pick those up or she's gonna those gonna are kind new, of like, you'll get new ones yeah, those, yeah. You, there, and there's very rarely of people that i knew about that they didn't value the therapy itself they just literally just wanted to hang out with me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so there's not a very few of those so I think like that's going to be relatively easy. Everybody else, since they heard about her before, they know that she's been a massage therapist and sports therapist for a while. You know, they, they know that she knows like 95% of the things that I know. And she goes to school for exercise science and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. I think like my goal would be, my goal would be a hundred percent, but minus those people. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will see how that goes. And then if there's like a, if there's like a 70% retention, I would be happy with that because she's going to pick up her own clients too. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah. not a, that's not a problem. So, yeah. Cool. That's, mm -hmm. that, that, I think that's really helpful to think about, like, you know, actually like to, to hear from, you know, if there's somebody who's listening to this, who's thinking about, you know, either buying a business or selling a business and like, you know, maintaining, maintaining that standard of care for their clients, you know, thinking about like, you know, like a goal of like a 70% retention rate is like, is reasonable. There's just not a lot, there's not a lot of numbers in our industry. And so having that, like having that transparency of saying like, you know, I, I want the, like, I think this, I would, call, I would gauge this as a success if it reached this level. That's like super helpful. Like there's just not a lot of measurements in our, in our business. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah there's not a lot of numbers so like i think that's helpful and then the fact that so like little things that i did differently also it's 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 almost feels like it's an easier transition because i'm keeping the business side of it as in like i'm keeping the website i'm keeping like i'm still going to be able to be touched with the people mm -hmm. uh the little things we did like we did like an introductory offer so it's a little bit easier to book with her that goes out in an email, you know, the first month, like there's like a slight discount um, to her services. We added a couple of promotions that she was okay doing um, and just keeping up that communication. Like my goal is, is that I will send out a newsletter like every to every client, like every month or so mm -hmm. that will just keep reminding people that we're still here and these are the services that we offer but there's going to be always like something extra in it right so there's going to be other little nuggets of information a little education or like a little video with her or like a little video with me like there's going to be like a, some kind of like continuity of this like transition 
Um, we also going to shoot like a little itty bitty video, you know, mm -hmm. that an video with her just so her, she can introduce herself with her uh, full extent and um, little things like that. I think that helped it a lot better because last time I did it, people kind of like felt that 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 business is done and it's and it's finished. And now they're seeing like a totally different entity versus here it's like the entity is her and I so it's not just me anymore and the fact that she worked for me in Houston that gave them that like there's already people that she's seen or when I had COVID uh, she was like subbing in for me so there there is a longer period of continuity and now mm. when they see the website it's both of us on it and it's you know it, they see her face more often and everything so I think that's helpful too yeah, I think there's, I think there's definitely a lot to be say, a lot to be said about having, uh, having that, just having those exposures, mm -hmm. uh, like, like, what is it? They, they say that people have to have, um, some people need to see something half a, like 16 times right? before they yeah. like, to like, before they make a decision okay. or like give or mm -hmm. or whatever, like you have to see something a bunch and yeah. it's, I think it's really helpful to see, um, it's helpful to just have a lot of those touch points. Cause if you have a yeah. lot of those touch points at the same time, then you're going to end up with the, you're going to end up with the outcome. You're going to end up like with people in the position that you want them to be in. Right. 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 So I think that's, that's definitely helpful. And it's good to see that that transition is uh, going smooth and, you know, all the feedback from before too. Like, that's why I was so confident in her because all the feedback that I heard back from any kind of session that she subbed in for me or when she worked in Houston, like everybody loved her. And I think we have a very similar personality and very similar, like how we do our job and how we do our look at a profession and everything. So I think that was for me, like the most convincing, how we, you know, just look at our profession and how we handle people. So, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going good. So that's, far, so good. That's yeah. great. How does yeah. it how does it feel to be going through this? Again? I was definitely anxious and um yeah, I, it was again like I didn't really have had another choice. So it's kind of like, you know, it's it has to happen. And I was definitely anxious the first day when she was there by herself as in I'm not doing the hands-on stuff and I'm just really just in the background not even there when the clients are there um definitely anxious about that all the time <laughs> but um it felt better like once I get the positive feedbacks and once I hear that people are happy with her because ultimately that's the that's the nerve-wracking part like I know she's good I know she does a fabulous job it's just, I need the people to be happy with her too. Yeah. Um, once I hear that back, I'm like, okay, cool. This is in good hands and everything. And, you know, there's definitely anxiety with like the fact that I'm leaving, um, you know, the country and everything. So there's, it's not that I can check on anything for mm -hmm. months, but we have projects together. So we're going to stay in contact and, you know, I'm still keeping the business. So we're going to stay in communication, which also helps a lot. So it's not that I'm just letting it go and like you you swim now kind of deal yeah. it's i'm still here and we're doing this together it's yeah. kind of a joint venture than anything else which makes me feel better for sure 
That's great. Yeah. And, and thinking about it as like, if you always go back to what the goal is that you want, like the, the, the best transition for the clients, like mm -hmm. maybe selling it and walking away, isn't going to give the best transition to the clients. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, the last two week of work definitely was emotional mm -hmm. because all the clients made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> But in a good way, you know, it's again, like what we talked about, like previous episodes, it's is the relationships like that's it. Like we work in this profession for a reason and I'm working not as an engineer for a reason because I didn't want to sit in front of a computer. I didn't want to work with human beings and be in relationships with them. Mm -hmm. So definitely I had some harder moments when I was like, don't make me cry. You're going to make me cry. And I'm just <laughs> And again, like those are, you know, good things. And fortunately, you know, we're not in, you know, 13th century when there's no Facebook and no, you know, letters took like months to reach. And, you know, you would have to like go horseback riding across the United States to reach a ship or whatever. So it's kind of nice that I can just say, it's like, hey, when COVID's permitting, like I'm still going to visit, I'm going to still, you know, happy to see these people or something. And, mm -hmm um that helps a little bit but it's it was an emotional two weeks of the last two weeks to see my regulars for sure yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. nice awesome is there is is there anything else that like as you're kind of reflecting back and started like as you're starting to step away from it is there anything else that that's like any other things that have kind of jumped out in your mind you're like oh this like anything mm -hmm. anything that's shown up um I think like one of the things that I was um, not allowing myself to do for a very long time is like looking back mm -hmm. to like, oh my God, this has been like eight years and continuous building. And I had clients who've been with me for the past eight years mm -hmm. and um, just looking at like what I built from nothing. Um, like this practice didn't exist before. Uh, sports and orthopedic therapy was non-existent in Galveston before. And now I have clients that come down from Houston, like literally travel an hour just mm -hmm. to see me or just to get to this practice. Um, so I think like allowing that to settle in and really like celebrating that mm -hmm. is still in the works. Um, I think that's going to take some time to like mm -hmm. really like settle in and really feel the weight of that. So mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a good celebration. In my mind, it's there, but I still need to feel it. I still have yet to feel it once. I think like once this first day goes well, I think that's when it's going to be, you know, just falling as a rock. So <laughs> yeah. And then on that note, like that's what you did, right? Looking back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, it is. I mean, that's been, that's kind of been the theme is like, you know, like realizing how, like, like, you know, a year ago, this didn't exist. And now it did. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's been a, mm -hmm. uh, it's an interesting, it's uh, honestly, it's a, it was like a really, I don't, I'm not like a looking back kind of guy. I don't, I don't do that. So it was really interesting for me to actually spend some time being like, whoa, like, it's been some time. Like, I've been doing this for, for a year, like, what's going on? Like, how is this, like, how is this all like, where, like, how is this, how's this thing working? Like, it's been, it's been really interesting to go through that. Yeah. So what is going on? So how, like, what was, what was the metrics that you looked at or what was like the, your sense of 
this is zero and this is where we are at now. Yeah. So that's a, so the first thing that I like my, when I started this up, my, like my big plan was that like by March I was going to have, like, it was going to be like, this was going to be self-sustaining mm-hmm. and like, you know, more or less it's been there. Like, it's still like, you know, I, I'm still like figuring out some stuff money wise on the personal end, but the business itself actually like, you know, this thing pays rent. Like it, it does, it's doing the job, uh, which is really freaking cool. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I, I'm, I haven't quite reached a point where I'm paying myself a fixed salary. That's something that I'm like, that's something that I'm moving towards is like, I want to be able to say like, you know, right now I give my, like, uh, got it written down somewhere, but I, I pay myself like, you know, I, I like put in my chat, like I, I put in like, I think like 29% or 32% or something like that goes to my, like goes to my bank account. Mm-hmm. And then, and like, that's my, like my, my salary, but then the business also pays, like pays, like, you know, covers all my taxes, covers all my rent and like rent and expenses, things like that. Um, my, like my ambition is to like, have it pay a fixed amount of rent and rent and expenses to pay a fixed amount of salary. And, uh, and then to have like, obvious, and then to have like a variable amount of tax because taxes can be variable. Um, but that's where I want it to go. But even just, but, but just looking at where it is now, it's like, holy crap, like this is, that's working. Like that is how it's, this is how it's supposed to go. And it's going that way. So that's Good. like, yeah. Uh-huh. So that, that's really, that was really cool. Like that was, um, in the group with Sean last year, um, that was the goal was like, by March, this is like, by the end of March, yeah, yeah, it was the end of March, I'm going to be like, this is going to be a self-sustaining business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then in working with my mentors over the winter, we kind of like figured it out that like, you know, it's like, okay, so like the growth curve isn't as steep as I want it to be, but it's mm-hmm. still like growing, it's still growing, it's still moving in the direction that it, we want it to move. So right, right, right. Yeah, that yeah. feels, that feels really, really good. Yeah. Um, and and one of the things that i've spent and so so but in terms of metrics like i i really didn't know like i don't know how you measure like a zero to like i I have a difficult time with going with like the zero to one type metric Mm -hmm. um the one to two metrics like that that's what i've spent most of my career doing is taking something that exists and turning it into something that works that exists way better um so this for me is like the big change is taking something that doesn't exist and turning it into something that does exist and yep. now that I've done that, turning it from something that does exist to something that exists way better is something that is like, I'm actually feeling, um, I have fewer of those like, oh crap, I have no idea what I'm doing or I have no idea how to do this. Mm-hmm. I have fewer of those moments now than I ever have right. uh, or than I've have in the than i had in the past year. Yeah. Like even just little things, I guess, like not just like the, the hands-on, but the business side of it too, right? It's Yeah, the hands-on stuff, like uh, I'm like, I've, I've been like, I was like half-stepping this for so long that like my, ha- the, my, the hands-on stuff I'm like pretty comfortable with. Like I'm, I've always like. Yeah. And that's usually the easier part yeah. in a business, right? Like, because that's what you train for and that's yeah. what you learn but no like, massa- oh, like no massage yeah. therapist would work at massage envy or elements if they if the business part if they were comfortable with the business part <laughs> like, right 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 exactly like, yeah you don't get paid 35 dollars for a massage if you if you're comfortable doing business mm-hmm. um 
but but the it, and it's not it's and it's like you know the running the back like the back end operations of the business is like is like is pretty straightforward like i get that but then where i have a big where where things are really like where I, where i i'm trying to use like the right words um where I have to overcome a lot, where I have a lot of resistance to overcome is in going to going from like, um, is in going to like, is in marketing and like, you know, presenting myself, presenting the business. That's the place where I'm like, oh, this is difficult. Um, but that's, that's the place where I'm like, oh, well, this is what I need to work on. And, and so now I'm just like, you know, finding little, like, and it's not, and what I'm realizing more and more is that it's not, it's very rarely like a big event or a big thing. It's just a lot of like a lot of showing up on the small scale regularly consider like showing up consistently saying things consistently and like, just, just like doing good work. Right. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. Like, I know like a lot of people for me too, is like the referral is the thing, but I know a lot of people that have somehow, they don't have that resistance to like walk up to somebody on the street and then say, I was like, Hey, I noticed you're limping. Like, here's my business card. This is what I do. Come see me. Um, yeah, it's like, it's not my style necessary i i don't say i haven't done it because like i know like i did these like challenges for myself is like every day i had to pass out like x amount of business cards and didn't matter like not that it didn't matter but it was like it doesn't matter if it's like in the grocery store or like on the seawall or like in a bar but i was like okay like i need to get like actually get these cards out just by the sheer number of like numbers i'm gonna get something back right so if i pass out like even a hundred business cards and like I get 10% back, like I'm already good because mm-hmm. I get gained like 10 clients. So I think like it's finding the ways like what works for you and what doesn't, that's also a tricky, but getting out of your comfort zone, especially like that whole first year is all about leaving your comfort zone mm-hmm. financially uh courage wise like really walking up to work wise like the hands-on part like you're gonna get the clients that are the hardest and like you don't have no idea what's going on and it's it is a lot of like uncomfortable discoveries in a good way and in a good direction but yeah how was that for you in the first year (laughs) um i mean it's it's been it's it's been a challenge right like it's it's been um And when I feel best about it is when I start to think about it as a game, like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, when I, when I start to feel like I'm like, oh, I'm not doing it right. Like then I'm like, then, then it's like, then it becomes a, like, that's a death spiral. Um, but when it like, you know, one of the, one of the things that I really like, one of the things that I did earlier this year was like, I looked at all my, like, (laughs) I looked at the huge amount of free time on my calendar and I looked at my, like. I looked at my client list and like my, you know, I have like, you know, I just have a, I have a spreadsheet that just has every, every session I've ever done is on that spreadsheet. Uh Like date, who date, who I did, who I did it with and like, like who it was with and then how much, how much it cost and how they paid for it. Uh And so I'm just looking at this and I'm like, how come there's so many people like, and I just like make a pivot table. I'm like, how come there's so many people who only have one session? And I look through all those, all these ones and I'm like, well, you know, every one of them came in because there was something specific that was wrong and 
they came, they left and they, they at least told me that they felt better. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, well, that's good. But how come they just left and they mm-hmm. said they felt better and they just left? Like what the, what the hell's going on there? And then realizing that it's like that, like they were thinking about this as like, Oh, I go to a place to feel better. Now I feel better. I'm not going to go back there until I feel bad again. And like realizing that my, like, this in my mind, I'm like, Oh, I like, I, you know, in my mind, I don't want to be, I don't want to feel like I'm taking advantage of someone by saying like, yeah, I want you to come in once a month or I want you to come in once every three ish weeks or something like that. Instead of saying that I'm like, I, I, I come back at it with like a, you know, what if we were like, it's like, Oh, what if we actually thought about this as like, if we shifted this from thinking about it as a like, and just realizing that, sorry, I'm going to, my train of thought just like scared, scrambled. Um, but instead of thinking about this as like, uh, as like, you know, like I actually like, I think that people would actually benefit from this by coming more often. And I also think that people are capable of making their own decisions and coming in whenever they think is right. So if those things are both true, then rather than saying like, I, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe come in once in a, once every couple of months, it turns into like, yeah, we're going to do like, it turns into like, actually, like, instead of coming in for one session, I want you to come in for three sessions. And I want us to schedule those three sessions over initially, it was five weeks where I would like to see them on week one, week three, week five. But now I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, well, what would happen if we do it more often? Like, what if it's like, see everybody, see them in three weeks, see it over three weeks. And like, I present that to people and they're like, oh, that sounds amazing. You're like, wait, what? (laughs) So instead of like, so, and then like, and then, and then again, it was like, oh, well, most people come back about, most people come back once a month. And I made it one, like one tiny little tweak. I was like, yeah, most people come in about once every, but like give or take about every three weeks. Some people come in once every other week if we're working on something. Some people come more often than that. Some people come less. And like just those like little tweaks of words mm-hmm. got people like opened up the possibility of like, oh, wait, I can feel better more often. All right, cool. And like, and if they don't want to do that, if they want to come in less often, that's great. They spend then they're like, they, that, that's their own thing. Like that's their, that's their choice to make because they are fully formed, fully functional human beings. Right. Um, but like, you know, it's like, it's like kind of thinking about it as a game that, that made a big, that made a really big difference. It's like, how do I figure this? Like, how do I figure this out? Like, you know, how do I keep it so that like, we're not just covering the same ground every time? Like, how do we, how do we, how do we instill a sense of, instill a sense of progression and like maintain that feeling of progression? And Mm -hmm. what I've realized is that like, oh, you see somebody more often, they're going to feel progress more often. Right. Like, and like, and that's why people come in, like you give them homework and they're like, yeah, your homework feels, the homework feels good, but you know, I can't do this anything like what you can. You're like, oh, well, maybe you come here more because the way that I do it feels better to you. So why don't I give you permission to come in more often? And people generally take a, like, you know, people are capable of making their own decisions. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, so it's a game. It becomes a game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that uh, analog. It was like takes the pressure out of it. It's like no, no, no. It's 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 fine. And there's no right answer either. Like, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's on the results, and I'm the same. I'm not a big salesperson, um, and I usually lay out the options. Like, hey, like, you know, generally, if we're working with something, this is what I do. But you can also do this and this and this, and you have your options. These are the outcomes that, you know, come with those options. These are the consequences. 
um but you're yeah you're a full-grown person like you do you, you yeah yeah <laughs> but i'm here i'm just offering i'm here and this is my recommendation but also that's another thing so yeah, yeah. and and having that like and, and and realizing that people actually like they look at me as an expert right like <laughs> they're like their reason that they're like so what do we do next is because they are asking for my expertise right and so i can say like i can say like you know that like I think you probably get the best results out of out of coming in like coming in about once a month and like or like if someone's working on something it's like yeah let's see each other like let's see each other every other week for the next like for until mm -hmm. for like probably for the next like six weeks mm -hmm. but then like and then like we'll play and then play it by year from there yeah and you know just that like without it, it's and and what's interesting is that i'll have people that'll come in and they'll like talk about how you know how their chiropractor was like was just like yep i just want to see you every three weeks forever and like and and then like and they have this like they get this really bad taste in their mouth from that and then at the same time i'll be like yeah i think it would make sense for you to come in in about like come in every like in a f come in every every few weeks and they're like okay awesome great and it's yeah. like the same thing, except all I did was like, all I did was I, I didn't like, I, I gave them, I gave them an, an informed opinion and a formed opinion, informed opinion. Wow. In, instead of giving them uh, like a hard and fast, a hard and fast direction. And like just them giving them like just enforcing the fact that they have, they have the, uh, the agency and the ability to agency, make the choice. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. all they, that's, that's like, that's all they want. Yeah. I think that's because like, honestly, like if we're going, if I'm going to like, that's me, but like, it, and same for you probably, but we're these kind of a therapist, like if I'm coming to see me, I want results. Like I'm coming in for a certain reason and I want results. If I'm going to a spa, I'm fine. Like, yeah, I just, sorry for the thunders. Um, that's pretty intense. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, hope it's not a hurricane. <laughs> uh, yeah, hurricane <laughs> not very comforting sometimes. Um, but yeah, if I'm coming to see me or you, like I want results and I want those results in a, in a finite amount of time. Like, I don't want to come see you for the rest of my life. And that's why I don't like those maintenance plans. I don't like those uh, chiropractic plans, but that, because that's set up for the sake of the business and not set up for the sake of the patient. And I'm like, this, I get it. Like, this is a practice and you need to pay your people somehow, but you need to give your people agents. It's like, hey, this is what I think. I think we can get it under control in like four to six weeks. And we go from there. You can, you know, choose to like drop off right there. You can choose to just to do your homework. You can choose to like, you know, buy into my home care program, but not come to see me. You can choose to come in once a month for maintenance. You can choose to not see me ever again until you break <laughs> down again. Like, your decision, but I'm not going to like make somebody see me because it's not really what I do and I'm shooting for results. So the faster I can get them there, the better my pedigree is basically saying, I was like, yeah, I got these results in X amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of like, I think it's like a game of like finding that like, the good combination for each person. But I think like the agency is a definitely big part of it. I was like, no, these are grown people who make their own decisions and they want to make their own decisions. 
-hmm. So I'm really like, definitely, definitely that's something that needs to go out. And, you know, it comes hand in hand with education, like client education, like how much do you tell them? What do you tell them? How, what education you give them, et cetera. So, Mm -hmm. um, I did want to come back around though, of your like looking back one year, Mm -hmm. um, and then actually looking forward, do you have something or things that you learned from the one year that you're gonna, you plan on like shifting towards the second year or changing, or even if it's like practices or, um, anything that you want to challenge yourself on the second year differently? That's a really good question. I have genuinely not thought about it. Um, but, uh, you know, as I think as it's going well, we don't think about those things. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, so, so looking forward, like one of the things that I like, like, you know, financially, like the couple of things that I mentioned, like Hmm. I want to shift to like, I'm going to reach a point where I'm like paying myself like a wage. Like I am like every week I'm saying like, instead of saying like this percentage, I'm going to take this many dollars. Um, and, and every week, instead of saying a percentage, I'm going to put this many dollars into like, into like housing expenses, because eventually I'm going to like, you know, uh, like right now I'm kind of going like a little feast or famine, like some months I run a surplus, some runs, some months I run a deficit and just like those even out over time. So like, I'm hoping by the end of this year to be uh, like, I'm planning by the end of this year, which will be about 18 months since I started to be like, to be paying a fixed, a fixed salary and probably still a percentage into the rent. And then at the end of the, at the end of, uh, by this time next year, it's going to be all, all like, it's just, I'm at the end of this year, I'm going to be an employee of my own business. That's that. Yeah. That like, I'm going to have an L right now I'm operating as a DBA. Um, so I like, I'm, it's all in the up and up, but like, I'm going to establish an LLC and then, and then insure everything separately under there. Um, and then that, that way, like the LLC will also be, the LLC will be covering the rent. The LLC will be paying my like unemployment insurance and all this stuff, right? Like it'll be covering all that stuff. I'm looking, and I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to that, even if it will make some parts of my, some parts of this job a lot, like some parts of this job a little bit, like a little bit more difficult, but whatever, I don't care. It's like, that's, that's the ambition. Um, and then in terms of like, in terms of what I, what I want to do is like, I actually just, I, I really honestly just like the work itself feels great. What I'd like to do is, um, I've got a couple ideas for, um, different workshops or like seminars, things like that. And, um, I really want to get those, those, I want to start to roll those out this fall. Um, because I want, there's two reasons for that. Um, one is that I really care about, um, I'd really like to get, um, the kind of work that we do into the hands of people who would not otherwise be able to get it, get it into their hands. Um, that like that kind of like building equity part, like, uh, is, is important to me. Um, so, you know, maybe I can't do like a one on, maybe I can't do like one-on-one sessions for like, for, for, uh, for a whole bunch of like, for a whole bunch of kids that are like, you know, that are, that are in like, that are like, you know, playing sports or whatever. But what I can do is I can do something where it's like, you know, it's 60 minutes and it's one of me, many of them, and like can bring and can help them find a little bit of, find them a little bit of space. So, um, building that out is something that I'm going to be, is something that I'm looking forward to. Like, 
really like I've been showing up as myself in the community and now I want to show up as I want the business to show up in the community. Um, so that's, uh, that's, that's the, um, that's the target for next year and for like over the, over the coming several months. And, um, you know, and, and further to that, it's just like, I want to find other stuff worth learning and then learn it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, yeah exactly like like just more just get more like yeah. just just find find more stuff like i i love i just enjoy it so i'm yeah. gonna do it yeah. yeah 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 and it's always so interesting to learn more things so curiosity i think like that's one thing that keeps you alive anyway so that's good um i love those and like yeah i think it's like look good to look look forward to is there anything that in the first year you planned it a certain way but you had to shift away from it or anything that you were like quickly as like oh that's not gonna work or something like that or you felt like kind of like everything went smooth ish uh most things um very few things that went wrong went bad Mm -hmm. i think is a way to say is a way i'll say it like there things that went wrong. I, I've, I've been trying to make a lot of cheap mistakes instead of, instead of a few expensive ones in right, the right. past year. Um, one thing that, uh, one thing that I tried and that I've like, I I'm moving away from is like, is the monthly subscription. I'm actually like ending up like just taking people like taking credit cards when someone comes in, as opposed to having a card on file and just swiping it through Stripe. Um, okay. Uh, part of that is that, um, uh, Stripe subscription fees are expensive. Like what I lose, I lose like $5 and I think I spend five forty on a $200 transaction, um, in, in using like my credit card reader. And I think I spend like $7 on a transact on like a Stripe transaction, uh, Stripe subscription fee. So, um, kind of comfortable saving those couple of bucks if yeah. I can like, if what I can, if what I'm actually, cause what I've found, like, cause what I realized is that like, I wanted it to, I wanted to decouple the trend, the, um, I wanted, I wanted to decouple the transaction from the, from the service. Most mm-hmm. of my customers don't give a shit about that. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I realized is also is that like, when someone misses a, when someone misses an appointment or like they, you know, they miss a month, like, I don't feel good taking that money mm. out giving mm-hmm. the service. Right. Like, and like, I'll do one month and then, but like, I'm not going to take, like, I'm not going to take two months worth of subscription payments and right. not do work. Service. Yeah. 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 Like that's, that doesn't feel okay to me. Right. So I'm like, Oh, well I'm hedging against the thing. Uh, like I'm hedging against something that I like don't actually need to hedge that I'm like, that, that isn't actually a problem. Like, right. Right. And then it's like, Oh, you know, does that actually come from a scarcity mindset and, or and like, it's like, oh yeah, like maybe like in some ways that like the, the, the subscription in this particular business maybe is like a, like me hedging against scarcity. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, if I believe that there are enough people to pay to, enough people to come in to pay me the money that I need to make to make a living, like if I genuinely believe that, then I don't need, then like, I should be fine with somebody like I should be fine with the idea that like when someone can afford to come, they're going to, they're going to come. Right. 
and like I don't need to have their credit card on file and automatically like their credit card on file automatically updating. I just don't need that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I'm just yeah. So I'm just not doing it. I'm like I like that's one that's one thing that I've like I tried something it it felt okay, but it it's like yeah. but I'm like oh you know what? it doesn't need to stay that way. And there's a good thing about it too. Like you can like change anything because it's arbitrary. It's just you, like you make it, you make the rules. It's, it's kind of nice. So, <laughs> and, and we're not the heartless corporation was like, no, like we're going to take somebody's money or whatever. And I don't care how I feel about it. It's more about how you feel about what you do every day and how you feel about, you know, what you charge and all that stuff uh, than anything else. So I think that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And really just like figuring like what works for you and what works for your business and your personality and what you like to do and what you don't like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Um, well, so first of all, congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's, it is, I think like, especially if you put like effort in your business and you think about it as a business entity, it is a time to celebrate when it survives your year, right? Like, so there are people that literally just like do this, whatever, I don't care. But when you actually put effort in it, so good job. It's, yeah. a, good, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing to survive a year. And especially with growth and everything and with COVID, really, really excellent job. So yeah, yeah. it'll be pretty cool. Like, I'm really excited to find out what it's like to run a massage yeah. therapy business without a pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I have mm-hmm. no freaking clue what it's like. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're not going to know that for a while, but it looks like. Yeah, it's true. But like, it's like, like, what a friggin- That's going to be nice though. Yeah, seriously. Like I started this thing last August. It's like, what a, what a stupid idea. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look at it. Like, you know, still here growing and everything. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so congrats on that and everything. Good job. Thanks. Um, and keep going. Yeah. I'll do, I'll, I'll do it. So you don't have to. Yeah, I know. Yes. <laughs> Somebody has to work here. Exactly. Awesome. So, well, you know, this was, uh, I, I, this is the second of two kind of like catching up based on some of the solo episodes that we've done. Cause neither of us, cause we weren't able to link up, but we were able to like, but we were, but in the background behind these episodes, there were a bunch of text messages happening between us being like, Oh yeah, that was a really interesting episode. So um, we appreciate you you listening to this and uh, um, being uh, being on board and kind of and and hearing us listening to us and hope listening to us hopefully ask some questions that maybe you had wondered after um, you had wondered after uh, after listening to some as some past episodes um, and uh, as always uh, if you could like subscribe uh, send us a send us a note let us know let us know what you want to hear from us. Yeah. Thank you all for listening and see you all next week. Next, next week on hands at the table. Take care. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of hands at the table. If you got something out of this episode, have comments or topics you'd like us to cover, please let us know by tagging us on Instagram. Bori is at restore underscore revive underscore therapy. And Jeff is at just breathe manual therapy. We'd also appreciate if you can take a minute to leave us a rating, like, or review wherever you listen. It'll help other people find us. We'll see you next week.